Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, my lovely fellow assistants. We are going to have fun today. We are talking all about dealing with difficult personalities in the workplace. And more specifically, we are talking about dealing with that one person in your office that annoys you and gets under your skin like no other. Um, I like to refer to this person as my pickle person because I feel like... Talking about them as a pickle person kind of puts a little bit of distance between me and them and helps me take myself a little less seriously. And I have dealt with, in my coaching practice, I don't think there's been one assistant that I have helped who has not had a pickle person. I deal with this a lot in my coaching practice. There is always that one person, that one person that tends to push our buttons, they test our boundaries, they are frustrating for sure but your pickle person is where the magic is at this person is your next opportunity for growth truly 100% believe that this person is your next opportunity for growth okay so how can they be my next opportunity for growth when they drive me batty right Like there are a few questions that can help you think about your pickle person in a constructive way. So I'm just going to go over those questions. The first question is, what was this person sent here to teach me? And I like to bring this up a lot with my clients because typically it's somebody who is testing a boundary, somebody who is overstepping, somebody who is inserting herself or himself where they don't belong that is our pickle person, right? So instead of looking at all of like the circumstances around this person and how much they agitate you, I like to look at answering the question, what was this person sent here to teach me? Because often there is, well, not often, all the time, (laughs) there is an opportunity for growth. Another question we can ask ourselves is how do I really want to feel about this person? Now, Be honest, most of us don't want to feel rainbows and daisies and sunshine all the time when we think about this person. We don't, but we would like to feel maybe more neutral or we want to feel like we have some control over ourselves in the situation. How would you feel if you were like standing in your full power with this person? And the next question that I want us all to ask ourselves is how can I approach this person with increased compassion for myself? So how can I take notice of what's going on for myself as this person starts to like push my buttons? How can I take notice almost from an observer role? And how can I show myself compassion as this person is pushing my buttons? And the fourth and final question is how can I approach this person with increased compassion for him or her or them, right? Like how can I show up with so much more compassion for them um, rather than beating them up in my head rather than spinning out on how inappropriate their behavior is rather than spinning out on how 
how they're not like complying with their boundaries <laughs> rather than when spinning out on all of those things. It's like, how can I show compassion for myself and this other person? So I really think that it's important that we get clear on the answers to these questions. I'm just going to repeat them again. What was this person sent to teach me? Which is a big one. And it's one that I unravel frequently with my clients. How do I want to feel about this person? So that we can be intentional with how we want to show up, right? Because really, our circumstances are what they are. And then we have thoughts about those circumstances, which then creates an emotion about around those circumstances, And then from that emotion, then we take action. So we really want to be aware of how we want to feel about this person. And I always like to encourage my clients to like, what would it look like for you to feel like you were in your strength and power with this person? Instead of you being at the effect of this person, what would it look like for you to feel like you could handle anything that's thrown your way? including this person, including everything that they're bringing to you, including how they're approaching life and their situations. Now, I'm not talking here about like any kind of abusive situation. I'm not talking about that at all. That's that that is something that should be dealt with with your HR department. That is something that should be like strongly dealt with, right? That that that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about those people who just tend to push it a little too far, who just tend to get under our skin, who just tend to like CC everybody on the email. <laughs> you don't want them to be CCing everybody on. Who just tend to get under our skin a little bit and agitate us and frustrate us. That's what I'm talking about here. So just also know that I'm not talking about like a scenario where there's a power differentiation and abuse is happening. Um, because I think I think really standing in your strength is leaning on other people in those scenarios, leaning on your HR department, getting out of the situation as quickly as possible. It's not what I'm talking about today. Today, we're just talking about your pickle person. So what I love about these four questions is that they can help us start to view people who challenge us as gifts. When we start to view people who challenge us as gifts, we begin to see that they were put into our lives for a purpose and that we shouldn't be avoiding them. And this can allow us to get curious with ourselves. So when we're in curiosity with ourselves, we're more likely not to be in judgment toward ourselves because we're just really curious, like almost like... I don't know about you guys. I've got a two-year-old at home and sometimes like I am just super curious about him. I'm like, where? I wonder where he thinks that that's a good idea. I wonder where he thinks that throwing food at the dinner table is going to get him dessert. It's incredible to kind of watch and observe. And if I can take that observer role and get curious with him, then I can certainly set consequences for him, but I don't have to get all bent out of shape, right? So it allows for curiosity, and, and curiosity allows for us not to be judgmental toward ourselves as well. And also when I do kind of lose it with my son too, I can, I can be totally curious with myself there. I'm like, I wonder what was going on there for me. <laughs> Instead of spiraling out in judgmental thoughts. Anyway, I'm just going to put that out there in terms of the pickle people as well. Because so often we tend to point fingers. We tend to judge other people instead of getting curious within ourselves as to what's going on for us there. And it allows us to get curious about the other person. Like, what are they missing that 
they need in order to do their job without like pestering me and being under my skin and following up with me a million times a day, whatever your situation is, right? It allows us to get curious about them. When we view people as gifts, we can be curious about those gifts. And this is important. When we view people as gifts, it allows us to set healthy boundaries from a good place. So we don't want to set boundaries from a reactionary place. Like, oh yeah, you did this, so this is a boundary. You did this, so this is now my boundary. You did this, so this is now my boundary. We don't want to be reactionary with our, our boundaries. We want to be healthy and intentional with our boundaries. And we want to set them from a place of abundance, not a reactionary place of lack. I like pickle people for that reason. And if we view them as gifts, I'm just going to review, it allows us to get curious with ourselves, not judgmental towards ourselves. It allows us to get curious about the other person. And it allows us to set healthy boundaries from a good place, not a reactionary place. And you guys, this is very important. You always get to decide how you want to feel in any situation. Now, in no way am I suggesting that you should want to feel positive all the time. Sometimes I want to feel frustrated and that's okay. That is part of the human experience is that frustration. So I'm not saying it should be rainbows and daisies and gumdrops all the time, but so often we give so much headspace to our pickle person (laughs) and we get so frustrated, but you get to decide how you want to feel in any situation about anybody. I know this is going to be hard for a lot of us to wrap our head around because we feel so at the effect of how other people make us, I'm using air quotes there, make us feel. Um, so much of the time as like a reaction, right? But you get to decide how you want to feel about this person. You get to decide and stand in your power about what you want to make this person's actions mean. Sometimes I want to feel frustrated and and that's okay. I think where this becomes problematic is that it just takes up so much headspace and you're constantly feeling stressed out about this person, you're spinning out in your head over every interaction with them, you're wondering why they can't behave, why they can't follow your manual for them, you're essentially giving your power away, truly, to, to some pickle person that, that you would rather not give your power away to would be my guess. So if you choose judgment and frustration, this will limit your potential for growth long term. If you're always choosing to show up from a place of frustration and judgment with them and toward them, first of all, it's not going to be helpful in in working with this person long term. And it's just causing yourself so much unnecessary suffering. (laughs) So I really do like to look at this person as a gift, as your next frontier for growth. I have seen my clients take a situation with a person that is driving them nuts at the office. And I've seen them get curious about what's going on for them internally and deal with what's going on for them internally first. And then in their power, they'll go to the other person. They'll be like, what is going on here? They'll work out a situation with them. They'll, they'll actually begin to communicate with them in a helpful way. And this turns the entire relationship around. And like, regardless of whether or not the person improves their actions or whatever, It just tends to affect my client less because they know that it's up to them to speak up when they need to speak up, to own what is theirs to own, to let go of what is theirs to not own, 
right? If people are going to CC everyone under the sun, you can request that that stop. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you have no control over that. Then we can let those things go and be like, that's just that person. It just is who they are. And I don't have to control that. And I don't have to be happy with that all the time either. But I also don't have to let it eat up so much headspace, right? I don't have to make that mean anything about me. Your pickle person gets to make everything be about them. How they choose to show up is theirs to own. We don't have to make that mean anything about us at all, regardless of whether or not they're making it mean anything about us. So um, I love pickle people, even though they drive me nuts. I have my own fair share of pickle people for sure. (laughs) Just really get under my skin. Really just kind of irk me, right? This is what I have for you guys today. But before I let you go, I did want to let you know, I am going to be launching a membership. So you're going to get a monthly lesson and weekly coaching, and it's going to be group coaching. And I am so excited to offer this because I know like my one-on-one pricing doesn't always work for everyone. And I have just found so much value. I'm a member of a group coaching program. I have found so much value in the membership that I'm a part of as well. And I'm really excited to take my knowledge as a coach and to tailor it specifically towards you as assistants. So I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. It's really going to be a lot of fun. And I cannot wait to offer this to you guys. So please check that out. And that is what I have for you today. Be intentional. Be whole. That's all for now. In a few short weeks, I'll be offering a new way to work with me, the whole assistant membership. In this membership, I'll be taking the concepts I discuss on this podcast even deeper with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get on the wait list.